Welcome to Blended. I am your host, Jeremiah Wallace, and my goal is to see blended families thriving. If you are navigating this experience, then you're in the right place. This podcast is purposed to provide support, information, and the encouragement that we need to fulfill our family's potential. What is happening, Blended Crew? I hope you guys are doing great. I hope you've recovered from your turkey day comas. There was literally a two-day period where I wasn't a functional human being. It was impressive. Like I tried to do things and I could do nothing. So now that I am functional, I wanted to get another podcast out on the subject of the step parent. I know the last few entries have been challenging and really the entire existence of this podcast has honestly been challenging. And I know at times it may even sound like I am not a fan of the whole blended family thing, despite my literal dynamic, my day-to-day experience. I love it. It is amazing. I wouldn't have it any other way. However, I am much more interested in preparing people and challenging people. I'd rather deter people from the blended family if they are not fit for the reality of the experience than to say anybody is welcome and it's just going to work out for you. And most of us know by now that that is just not the reality. I mean, I want to help people be able to sift through the scrubs, the people that aren't fit for you and your child or children. I also want to help people become secure in themselves, a functional human being well before entering into a relationship, especially if it involves this very tricky family dynamic. But today, as we address the experience of the step parent, I want to acknowledge the fact that you are essentially in the long game. You are not aiming for short term success or profit or benefits, and they do exist. There are moments as a step parent where you again are affirmed and things are lining up and things feel right. But we also know that the opposite is true, where you see signs of rejection, disdain, confusion, a lack of clarity, and combating that narrative of being the other. And as I mentioned in the last episode, if we are dependent on the affirmation and the response of other people or our circumstances just lining up perfectly, then we are in store for a world of hurt which is why we constantly need to remind ourselves that we're not in it for that short-term affirmation, that instant satisfaction. We are playing the long game. We are doing this for a long-term reward. And the fruit of our efforts over time are honestly so much more valuable than the gratification that we are oftentimes seeking on a day-to-day basis. And again, I cannot be the only one that is looking for a pat on the back, a a thank you, Papa, or a wow, you changed my life, or a pat on the butt from the wife, a little, you know, strength when it comes to the flirtation. You know what I mean? And while those things are very nice, it's really the long-term outcomes that inspire me to put in the effort and the work that oftentimes 
don't appear to be making an impact today, but I have no doubt that tomorrow and the years to come will reflect the true value within my efforts as a step parent. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about those long term outcomes that both inspire me and keep me focused today so I don't lose sight of my why and the purpose that I cling to so tightly. So while obviously it takes two to tango and success within the blended family is dependent on both parties working together intimately and remaining on the same page, I do believe that the experience of the biological parent and the step parent can oftentimes be very different because both individuals are experiencing the family from different perspectives and functioning within respective roles oftentimes looks different as well. So as I talk about these long term outcomes to aspire toward, they very much apply to both parties involved. But I believe that for the step parent, this is essential because if we are not considerate of the long term outcomes, then oftentimes what we're going through now can feel as if it's just way too much to handle and throwing in the towel or regretting the decision to enter into this relationship and this family dynamic can become more and more appealing or acceptable. So again, clinging to these outcomes, hoping for them, investing in them now for tomorrow can make all of the difference in our experience. And as usual, I'd say that I am living proof of it. As far as the difference that has been made within myself as I cling to and focus on the outcomes and the big picture opposed to totally selling out and giving myself entirely to what's happening in front of me. And that's not to say that I am not present and intentional every day. I definitely take pride in being able to focus on my kids and really give myself to them on a daily basis. However, I don't sell out and I don't place all of my stock in what's happening right in front of me. And that's because this is a marathon. When you think about those successful long distance track runners, they are running at an actually surprisingly fast pace. They are, but they're running at a pace. But anyway, let's get into those long term outcomes. And I will say right before we get into the first one that most of them are inspired by our impact on the children, our impact, the change that happens within ourselves, the impact that we have on and with our partner. Those are amazing things. But the real fruit is what we can do for the kids. Ultimately, if we have this fruitful relationship with our partner, but our kids are resentful well into their 30s and 40s and whatnot, then it's possible that we failed. So they tend to be the perfect marker or they serve as the evidence as to whether we fulfilled our roles sufficiently. So outcome number one is the opportunity to display or put on display a healthy relationship. This is one of, I'd say, my greatest honors as a step parent, because when you consider what the previous situation was, either, you know, it was it's on a spectrum. It was either tumultuous, 
there was a committed relationship and it imploded or maybe there was no significant or long term relationship and the child or children don't recall their parents being together. Either way, my wife and I coming together and and being able to show our oldest daughter and the children that have followed what a healthy, loving relationship is, is such an honor, especially when you think about the diminishing perspective or value that's being placed on the marriage relationship. There is so much divorce. There is so much turmoil. There is so much separation that people are honestly deluding relationships entirely. But it starts with that mother father marriage relationship. And that's heartbreaking because in my opinion, the health of not just our kids, but society as a whole is dependent on healthy, functional marriage relationships. When you look up the statistics, when you look up what things were when marriage was valued and recognized for the cornerstone that it is, things were different. Times were very different. No, the collective perspective hasn't been perfect concerning what marriage is, but there was a different level of morality that we operated with as a society. But as that's devalued, there's been just this great multiplication of things like anxiety, depression, isolation, suicide. Like you can check the numbers. This is not simply my skewed or biased opinion. This is the correlation of what's taking place within our society. So considering all that, when I think about my wife and I having like a a genuinely happy marriage relationship, an imperfect one, but a happy, loving relationship. And to be able to put that on display, that's going to be ingrained in the hearts, in the minds, in the memories of these little girls. And it's going to change their life for the better, because on a daily basis, they're going to get to see two imperfect people again, love one another. They're going to see us doing some healthy flirting PDA. I feel is essential for our children, but keep it PG. Okay. Keep your clothes on people. They're also going to be able to gain an expectation as a result of consistency from their parents. They're also going to see conflict and how that's resolved. Maybe not in the moment because things got out of hand, but what is the aftermath? Do we just exist in the tension or do we handle issues head on? And then there's also something super special about a child being loved on in between their parents, like literally in between like you guys are on the couch just hanging out watching a movie or there's some type of wrestling or a tickle session happening whatever it is just being loved on in between their parents is a big deal and maybe you haven't arrived at the point where both biological parent and step parent can physically be loving on the child whether the child's not totally comfortable or step parent whatever the case you can still zone in focus on the child and give them some loving attention. That's such a powerful and lasting experience for children and somewhat of a a part two when it comes to displaying what a healthy relationship looks like. 
there is the opportunity for restoration. So what was meant to be accomplished in the former marriage or relationship can now be achieved in this one. There may be more bumps in the road. There may be significant obstacles to overcome and a period of time of adjustment. And that tends to take years. But the experience of family and healthy relationships can be restored where there is love, where there is health, where there is security, where the child can lean on both parents to find their identity. There's no doubt that something was lost as a result of that previous situation and how it may have ended, but that certain thing can be found over time in this new family dynamic. So that's the first long term outcome. The second one that came to mind that's super important to me is displaying integrity. And I've learned personally that before you act out integrity, this is a characteristic that you have to adopt within yourself. And then on top of that, it's a characteristic that you're going to need as a step parent in order to maintain your sanity. And I am so serious about that. One of the reasons why it can be so difficult to function as a step parent is because there's almost a requirement for you to remain above reproach, meaning you almost feel as if you can't really make too many mistakes. There's not too much room for you to fail. And you feel this way because there are so many people that are directly affected by your movement, the children, the other parent, especially early in your relationship. It almost feels like everybody's peering at you, the weight of your entire marriage or relationship and how functional and happy it is depends on you and your successful integration into this situation. So there's this battle with being on the inside as far as you being intentional and involved with your partner and the family and the children while at the same time being on the outside looking in, meaning you cross a lot of situations where your hands are tied and we can at times feel like we are spectators or we just don't want to make things potentially more tumultuous than they already are. This definitely makes things challenging for the step parent. But on the other end, it provides an opportunity for us to exercise a level of grace that may have been necessary in this circumstance, in this family, in this entire situation. And no, grace does not mean you are a pushover, a punching bag, a doormat, or the person on the side just holding the pom-poms. That's just not the case. You are an individual with authority. You do have influence and the way in which you use that influence makes the situation one thing or another. It can make it functional and healthy or can add fuel to a potentially already burning fire. And again, our role can kind of create a pressure to make us feel as if we need to be perfect, but we need to change our thinking. It is more of an opportunity to extend grace and exemplify the grace that our family and this situation likely needs. I recall years back early in my marriage, we ended up going to court to attempt to adjust custody and it was not the prettiest thing. The other side was not happy. And long story short, that situation ended up in the hallway 
of the court where my wife was kind of being challenged for her intent behind changing custody. And the conversation, if that's what you want to call it, was starting to lean more so toward ridicule. And it was happening publicly. And I saw the distress that she was experiencing during that time. So with all the grace and authority I could muster as her husband, I just stepped in and I opened with no disrespect, but we're going to go ahead and stop doing this right now. This conversation is over and we can proceed to do this in a healthier fashion at another time. Those were not my exact words, but they were graceful (laughs) nonetheless. And what was the response? The response was, who are you, bro? (laughs) Like I was again, recently married to her. So their exchange had so much history involved, a history that I was not privy to entirely. So I could have just shut my mouth and stood on the side holding my pom poms, ready to pick her up when that conversation was over. However, I recognize the grace that this situation needed for everybody involved, to be honest, because emotions were high. And I exercised my authority as not just her husband, but as the step parent. And please believe that people were not a big fan of me for stepping in the way that I did for quite some time. But over the years, as we've exercised consistency and we've chosen not to hold on to any frustrations or resentment. And again, me exercising grace and a level of reasoning in a tumultuous situation, there is health and there has been restoration concerning the extended relationships on the other side that my wife has had. And I believe that this all comes back to integrity. As step parents, there will be a pretty good amount of time, period of time, where we are finding our footing. But despite the fact that we haven't found that complete assurance in our role, we can still operate with unwavering and uncompromising intention, despite the resistance that's present on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. So when it comes to integrity, it does not just affect you. It does not just affect your spouse or your partner. It doesn't just affect the children, although it has a huge effect on all those people. It also impacts the extension. It impacts the other side, whether they like you or not. They can respect your integrity and your consistency and the grace and authority that you operate with. Not only do you have access to those things, but when you become a step parent, when you put a ring on it because you liked it and best believe I liked it, it becomes your right to exercise those things. So again, the long-term outcome of integrity and the widespread impact that that has is also something to hold on to. It's one of the great perks of investing in the long game. And then there comes number three. This one is a special one and it's guaranteed to have a life changing impact. And that's the outcome of displaying love by choice. And this is so powerful because as a step parent, there is no biological predisposition. So you're not natural. This person did come out of your womb. This person is not flesh of your flesh. So that innate desire to love and care for is likely not there. And then there's no moral 
or societal requirement by you to operate as a parent in this child's life. And then thirdly, there's like no personal gain. And if some of us are being honest, maybe you were trying to earn some cool points from the person that you're interested in, the single parent. Maybe you're trying to gain some favor from the child, but with time and with the intensity of the blended family dynamic, if that is your driving motive, you're not going to last. So there eventually comes a point where there isn't any personal gang. It's just a matter of a pure, intimate and real relationship with this child and a desire to be exactly who they need you to be. Because in my opinion, that is the only way that you survive the challenges that are sure to come. And Again, this is powerful because this is a choice and it's a choice that's made on a daily basis. If I'm being 1000% honest, there have been moments where my oldest two, the ones that are not biologically mine, have challenged me to the point where I'm just like, bro, I don't want to choose love right now. <laughs> like, it's funny because within a month span, they both challenged me with my oldest as a result of the pandemic and her dad working and other reasons that we are honestly unaware of. She has been with us primarily for the last seven months, I believe. Again, we used to do 50-50 custody, and she's been with us about 95% of the time during that span. And obviously, she loves her dad, so she has felt some kind of way about it. And we're 100% here to support her in that. And one of the ways that we do that is by giving her opportunities to express herself and what she may be experiencing. So one day, I asked her, what is one negative thing about you being in our home as consistently as you have been. And she said, not seeing my dad expected that. And then I asked her, what's one good thing that you've experienced by being so consistent in our home? And it took her a moment. And eventually she said, I can't think of anything. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> we were in the car and I wanted to open the passenger door for some reason <laughs> in that moment. And of course, I get that you miss your dad. We expected that. That's totally natural. I get that. But to say nothing good is happening over here. <laughs> those are those moments where you have to choose love. And that's why I say all of my stock is not in the day to day because it used to be. And it's a comment like that would have drove me mad. But again, that's one of those moments where I'm choosing love. I'm looking beyond the circumstance and I'm still going to be who you need me to be. And then there came my niece. She was really excited about school, just getting better and better at math and whatnot. And she made a statement. My second favorite place to go is school. And I was like, I asked, I, this was a foolish question for me to ask, but I said, what's your first favorite place to go? And she said with Nana and Nana is her old grandma like individual that she was with most of the time prior to being with us. So, of course, I'm just like, I want to open the passenger door. Apparently, these conversations keep happening 
in vehicles. But again, it's another moment where it's just that challenge presents itself, but I will choose love for them despite what they think about me, despite their preferences, despite where they are in this moment. The love that I choose is important today because of the lasting impact that it's going to make in their lives. When I think about the people that have had the greatest impact on me, they tend to be those that went out of their way, that made a choice to serve me, to guide me or offer a helping hand that they did not need to offer. They were not required to do so. They weren't biologically required, but they chose love and the impact it was going to have on me was the most important thing to them in those moments. I just imagine one day when my girls, it they finally dawns on them how amazing I was and am in general. And they're giving a speech. You know, it may be at their wedding or something like that. Super teary eyed. They can barely control themselves. They're they're dang near convulsing. And they're just like, you chose love day in and day out. You took care of me and I appreciate it. And maybe that never happens. That would be incredible. But nonetheless, knowing that I am showing them what it means to choose love so that they can choose love so that they can serve people that they don't know so that they can help the homeless so that they can help the hurting those that are in need because they experienced it themselves is such a reward in and of itself. So I'm telling you people, the long game is where it's at, focusing on these outcomes, knowing that this could be the end result should be our driving force because blending families is difficult. But you as a step parent have the opportunity to achieve something incredible in your life and the lives of those that you love. So let's focus up and go after those outcomes, people. Thanks for tuning in and please subscribe so you don't miss out on any of this blended goodness. It's going down again next Wednesday, but until then, do not settle for anything less than what's possible.